Hello friends, welcome back. It took a while to get back in this space, but um, my mother just arrived from Canada and she'll be here for the next four months. So I have big plans on bulk uh, recording podcasts, which I'm very, very excited about. If you follow me on social media, Instagram, it's really the only social media that I'm on. Uh, I'm assuming you do, which is how you've come to this podcast. I'm so, so excited that I'm also going to be diving in while she's here into a course with newborn mothers that's all about postpartum education and support for doing postpartum education and support work. And so as a mom, obviously like my whole world right now as a very fresh mom with a baby and a toddler, I don't know if he's a toddler anymore, he's four, but um, I'm just deep in it and this is my whole world. And I remember before, when I think I was pregnant with my first and saying to a friend, like, if I become one of those moms that just is like, can only talk about mom stuff and yada, 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 um, like, just come and smack me. (laughs) And I look back and I just think it was twofold. Number one, it was a very long very dicey road to becoming a mother for me. And um, I think that I felt like kind of insecure about it. I felt like I wasn't gonna be in this club. And it's not some sort of exclusive club. It's not like a better than club. I know there are many people in this world who mother without having, you know, been pregnant or have even you know legal children there are so many different ways to mother and it's a whole different story for a different day but you know I think I felt just really really insecure about it and I think I'd spent a lot of years kind of bracing myself for the possibility that it might not happen and so I think there was a a bit of resentment towards moms that to me maybe felt like they were like rubbing it in you know like that it was so important. Now, obviously, from a very different lens, I look at it as in like, number one, it is so important. Um, It doesn't mean that it's more important, but it is so important. And also, it is their whole world. Like, this is my whole world, especially as someone who is primarily staying at home. Like, obviously, I'm doing some other things, some part-time work, but the base of my focus, the base of my work until both my kids are in school will be mothering and so and I and I love it I mean it's fucking dicey as and it's tough and it it is a just constant learning and growing and unlearning and unpacking etc but I I do I love it so much and so if you had someone else that was doing something that they loved and it was sort of you know what they talked about a lot hopefully if you cared for this person uh you wouldn't be rolling your eyes and you wouldn't think oh god here they are talking about this again I also think that there's a whole other thing like I think it's becoming much more normalized and encouraged and all of this stuff but I think for a long time women um and you know mothers and mothering primary caregiving people were definitely discouraged 
from the discourse of motherhood about talking about the nitty gritty shit about talking about which we will get into another topic for another day but really all of like the bullshit that we're fed to believe about what mothering is and what we should be and what it should look like and what makes a good mother and because we weren't talking about it we weren't able to go wait you don't think that's true either you don't think that's true either wait why are we doing this why are we upholding this bullshit again another story for another day but um I think it's so great that we talk about it. I think it's so great that we talk about how tough it is because I definitely feel like I was hoodwinked. Um, Like, wowza, did I feel hoodwinked? I was like, it. nobody told me about all of these really, really tough things that would happen to me when I become a mother. And yes, a lot of them were around, you know, the practical stuff about child rearing, but... A lot of it was just about me and my identity and what would happen to that and my relationships and my bank account. (laughs) But really, like all these different facets of my life would shift so drastically, so quickly. Um, And how confusing it was because it would also be... Oh, (laughs) I don't know if you can hear that crying baby in the background that is telling me that I need to hustle on this podcast um yeah that the that it would be the duality of things would be so tough because I would be so obsessed with my children and wanting to be with them all the time and then feeling suffocated by that desire as someone who never really identified as a codependent type person except for maybe with my my own mother um but in saying that I have you know moved on to the other side of the world from her um yeah I never really identified as being codependent and I never really needed another person necessarily the way that I feel the need for my children the need for my proximity to my children I think that's the biggest thing too not just like them in my life but to be like consumed with them and by them and um so that desire is there and then also it it is so anti me as a person and what I feel comfortable with which is quite um the opposite uh which again also really was a shocker in my own you know romantic and life relationship with my partner my husband because suddenly the way our dynamic worked had to shift and is still in the process of shifting and and you know I had to become significantly more dependent on him and oh so much to unpack there too the resentment that I think stems from that if you are an independent person um, and then suddenly having to be dependent on someone. And then there's a whole bunch of other, you know, resentments that come up and, and things that came up. Um, I definitely have realized that I thought that I learned a lot of stuff after having my first. And then I had a second and I was like, whoa, Nelly. <laughs> uh, I guess I didn't figure that stuff out. Um, the... Yes, just so many, 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 many things. And I look around and of course there are so many resources now and I'm, I'm just, uh, 
um, fan girling, fan personing about all of these women uh, who are doing incredible work, women that I'm going to be studying with and learning from and looking to as mentors and as colleagues in this sort of space of supporting families, um, but mothers and supporting women in their transition to mothering. I'm just trying to think about, this isn't to, I think it's important to say, like obviously something very similar happens in the role of becoming a father, um, but I can't speak to that. And I also think that, you know, for me personally, mothering and fathering are roles. It's a way of parenting. And I I do think there is a significant difference. And I think it's, it's fine and great and necessary that we have these two sort of dual sides to how we raise our kids. Um, And there are kind of equal but different roles that exist for different reasons and definitely shifting from traditional mother-father roles but to me there are roles that don't necessarily need to be tethered to gender um I don't know if you do know I'm so so open and welcoming to conversations around inclusive language and making sure that everyone feels seen and heard in this space um to shoot me a message if there's something that I am missing there but I am speaking to my experience the experience of the majority of my peers who are women um in the role of mother and what that looks like and how it has yeah made a huge shift in their life and yes definitely around the actual practical caregiving aspects but for me my focus really is going to be so much around the that shift that shift from maiden to mother that shift in your identity and the way that your life looks and that kind of like season of your life that is so beautiful and I mean full of amazing amazing things like inexplicably amazing things but is also quite a hibernation and like it is kind of like a a winter season in my experience where I am not out and about and you know socializing and doing all these things of course again Everyone has a different experience Um, and other people might not be as affected. And that is not in any way, shape or form a reflection of how good of a mother they are. Um, All of us have different children who have different needs. They need different mothers and different fathers. So um, what am I talking about now? (laughs) I wanted to come in and talk about our filling up our cups and I wanted to sort of preface how this concept 
just came to me, of course, when I was showering, where else do you get all, all the ideas or if I'm either showering or driving. So two places where I can't like, you know, write or jot things down. But yeah, I, I wanted to talk about this, this whole idea uh, that we are basically filling, trying to fill up broken cups and how that was so highlighted to me in motherhood, but that it doesn't explicitly relate to motherhood. But I'm going to pause this because I don't have time to get into that. I do really want to talk on that um, and speak to it properly. So maybe this is just a little intro shift into where this podcast will be going it will be focused more on mother things. Going back to that whole idea of, you know, being like, if that becomes my thing. Now I'm just like, that's my thing. That's my jam. This is who I am. And I'm really embracing that identity and understanding how it doesn't um, mean that the other parts of me don't exist. They are just a little bit different. And this is like, you know, the pronounced part of who I am. And I'm, I'm proud of it. And I... Yeah, I'm proud. I'm proud of it. And I'm proud of all of the work that I do to be a good mom for my kids, to be the best mom for my kids Um, and for myself and for myself, because there's definitely a lot of remothering and like God from someone who had like one of the best moms out there there's still so much stuff because I, you know, we're, we are parented by our parents, but we're also parented by the society that we live in and, and the, the messages that lurk. And it's super, super important. Obviously the foundations of who we become, I believe are, are made in the home, but there's so much outside influence that comes in that we have to unpack and yeah, so um, yeah, I will definitely be talking about more stuff under the umbrella of motherhood. However, like I said, with this this cup conversation, so much of it doesn't just apply. I'm speaking it from the lens of a mother, but that's like, I mean, we can always learn and take something out of anyone else's stories. And something that I've been learning in the last couple of years is the importance of listening to stories that are not by people who look like us, think like us, live like us, have the same backgrounds of us. I spent like over a year only reading books by people who were different to me, came from different backgrounds um, so that I could learn and and live through their stories and I encourage other people to do the same thing I also think it's really really important that you know even if you are not a mother you have a mother your friends are mothers Um, you are part of the community and like I said not every mother has to have children we mother we mother our nieces and nephews we mother our chosen family children um I know that I mother, obviously, to a different degree, my children, but my nieces and nephews and, yeah, my chosen family, friends, their children, I love them deeply and mother them in different ways. And so I think it's important that we all dial into these conversations and have a listen and, and see how we can show up and see how we can also assist to change these narratives that affect us all. Obviously, I bang on about these things in the past, and it's not going to change. And, but like we have been living in a very, very stagnant, 
uh, unsustainable, unfulfilling society based on patriarchy, based on capitalism, based on white supremacy that serves nobody. Well, serves potentially very, very, very few people. Like, I'm talking about like not 1%, like forget that 1%. It's like, it probably serves 1% of that 1% actually. And the rest of them are just, you know, chasing that, um, dragon. And it's time, I think that we collectively come together and slay that dragon and start shifting. And so I think a lot of these conversations and like seeing what the impact of some of these narratives and some of these stories is on mothers and how that then affects children and you know all of these things I listened to this podcast recently and I'll find it and maybe put links in the show notes um with Lael Stone I'm probably saying her name wrong amazing beautiful woman and it was a podcast about you know parenting um, and they said how, like, you know, they actually, the two people, the podcast hosts, only one of them had children and the other one said, like, he learned so much. It was just in terms of like his relationships period with people. And so much of mothering is relationship, the relationship we have with our children and the way that we work in relationship with them and of course that can be reflected upon everyone and you can also look at that and and maybe heal some wounds or look at your own mother and and you know do some work there that would benefit you so if you're listening please don't be scared off if you're not a mother (laughs) it's basically what i was saying stay please stay with me hang out keep listening anyway I've got to go. I've pushed the friendship with time already. Um, Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I will see you next time we can talk all about our cups. And in the meantime, um, don't worry if yours is broken. (laughs) Bye.